Thank you for joining us at Luminous Church. And this morning, we hope that you see Jesus clearly. Hey, man, we're so excited that you are here for At The Movies series. So many great things are going to be happening this morning. And uh, I think one of the greatest things is, are is the fact that you're here and I get to look at you and get to welcome you and and welcome you to this series. Last week we talked about a great movie, Avengers, and we had a great poll question. And the poll question was, which Avengers is better? Avengers, the first one, or Age of Ultron? And it was unanimous decision. It was the first Avengers, which who, who disagrees with that? Anybody in here disagree? Okay, so we would have had a different vote. We would have had one different vote if we would have done that poll question this week. Well, if you have your app, we'd love for you to pull it out. You can also grab the YouVersion Bible. You can pull that out as well. And on there, we have a great poll question for you. We're we're talking this morning about the movie Inside Out. Have any of you seen the movie Inside Out? A few of you have seen that. Okay, well, we we won't give away the plot line. We We won't do any spoiler alerts. Uh, during this service because we want you to go see that and we think it would be really good. But the poll question is this, which emotion do you find yourself most often feeling? Which emotion of these five emotions that our character Riley feels and that's in her head, which one do you find yourself in most often? Now, the great thing about this poll question, it's it's anonymous. No one knows how you answered. And so, so if you are constantly in a state of anger, just go ahead and confess that right now. I think it would be good for your soul actually for you to do that. So make sure that you do that this morning. And as you're doing that, I want to I wanna do a shameless plug for a speaker that we're going to have next Sunday morning. Next Sunday morning, my friend Gabe Salazar is going to join us for the At The Movie series. And, and you may recognize that name if you're probably in, in college because he's spoken to over 2 million high school students across the United States. He's an amazing, phenomenal speaker. And I believe that he has a relevant word for us next Sunday. And I'm excited to welcome him. Be looking at our Facebook promotion for him. He has an I Am Second video that we will put on Facebook for you to check out and share with your friends. And and hopefully that you would get excited about him coming and you would be able to tell your friends what's happening. Now, I will say this, that a lot of you are packed in here like sardines. It's like a sold-out movie. It's like the Terminator just came out or something. Just kidding. No, no. Okay, just me. All right. I was wondering why I was the only one in there. Um, so so we, we, we'll probably be in theater, in the next theater, next Sunday. And so be looking for that. It's a little larger. And so that's where we'll be to give you a little bit more elbow room. And so, anyway, I think it's appropriate that we do this series every year at the movies because we're in a movie theater. We're in a movie theater. I mean, who doesn't want to talk about movies in a movie theater? It's, it's partially how you got to church this morning. Somebody said, there's a church in a theater. You said, really? Do we get to watch the latest movie? Maybe a new release? Well, not yet, but hopefully. Man, I, I love movies. I love how movies captivate culture, and also they don't only shape culture, but they're a reflection of culture. We talked about last week how there's a message in each movie. Each movie has a message, and and I am a petition. Any if it's the stupidest movie in the world, their message is they want to sell tickets. 
You know, they want to sell tickets and meet revenue and employ people. There's a message to every movie that's out there. And who I think has done movies and messages really well is, is the company Pixar. Hasn't Pixar made some incredible movies? Yes, giving Pixar a hand. Yes, let's do it. Do you hear us, Pixar? They, 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 that's exactly what happens in a movie. You applaud. You applaud because it's so awesome and it brings up fun, warm feelings inside of you. Pixar has done an amazing job of taking what I believe are, are these theological concepts and these God principles, and we can use them as modern-day parables to display what God is doing and what he cares about. For instance, have you ever seen the movie Up? Up is like the saddest movie in the world. It's so sad. But from the movie Up, we can pull out of that, that, that man, family is important. And a marriage that lasts a lifetime is worth it. Isn't that a godly principle that we can pull out of that movie? Or maybe Finding Nemo. I love Finding Nemo. We went to Disney this, this past year and we went to the Nemo show, and, and, and the dad is on this relentless pursuit for his son, and he'll go to any depths and pursue his son at all costs because he loves his son. What a great picture. What a great parable of the depths and the links that Jesus goes through for us because he loves us. And when we're lost, he's going to find us. I believe that there are so many great things that these parables and these movies do. Toy Story 1 two, and three. Which one's better? I don't know. Next, next week, come for a poll question. Toy Story 1, 2, and 3, they're all really incredible. What, what I gather out of that is community and a sense of friendship matters. It matters being community together and do life together on purpose and for mission. And, and this is what we see in Toy Story, and I believe these are kingdom principles, that God wants us community together, doing life together. And when our friend can't really fly, just just encouraging them and saying, well, maybe you can, you know, fall with with style. Right. Is that what it is? Well, this morning we're going to talk about inside out and look at the fingerprint of God in this movie and for us. But to do that, I need to whet your appetite. Check out this trailer. So, Riley, how was the first day of school? Fine, I guess. Did you guys pick up on that? Sure Mm -hmm. did. Something's wrong. Signal the husband. What did she say? Oh, sorry, sir. No one was listening. Is it garbage night? Uh, we left the toilet seat up. What is it, woman? What? I'm Joy. This is sadness. That's anger. What? This is disgust. Uh, and that's fear. Ah! We're Riley's emotions. <laughs> These are Riley's memories. They're mostly happy, you'll notice, not to brag. I wanted to maybe hold one. What happened? She did something to the memory. Is everything okay? I don't know. Take it back, Joy. Great. Joy, no, wait. The core memories. Ah! No, 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 no. Can I say that curse word now? What do we do now? Nothing's working. Why isn't it working? We have a major problem. Oh, I wish Joy was here. We can fix this. We just have to get back to headquarters. That's long-term memory. You could get lost in there. Think positive. Okay. I'm positive you will get lost in there. What was that? Was it a bear? There are no bears in San Francisco. I saw a really hairy guy. He looked like a bear. 
Imagination Land? No way. Dream Productions? Rainbow Unicorn. She's right there. I loved you in Fairy Dream Adventure Part 7. Okay, bye. I love you. You can't focus on what's going wrong. There's always a way to turn things around. It's Broccoli! Congratulations, San Francisco. You've ruined pizza. Yes, clap again. Clap again. Man, who wants to go see that right after this? Get some popcorn, invite a friend from church that you just met. We would highly encourage that, actually. Go do that. It'll be worth your time. Man, emotions. Emotions. We all have them, right? Emotions. We all have them, and they come out at the, at the darnest times, right? Emotions come out, and sometimes good and sometimes bad, but emotions are an amazing thing. Emotions, they're, they're our natural, instinctive state of mind due to our circumstance, our mood, or our relationships. And so we all have these emotions, and depending on what happened this morning with the worship team as they were setting up in portable church and things are breaking and cords are going everywhere, it, it's natural just to throw everything in the air and get mad, right? Emotions come out. We were on the beach yesterday. We went to the beach. Anybody come with us? No, you weren't there. It was a luminous church beach trip, and no one was there. It was awesome, man. And if you missed the memo, next year will be even better because there will at least be someone else. Man, we had fun at the beach, but we're sitting in line, and this guy's buying a fishing permit, and we're sitting in line. This guy behind him is getting frustrated, and it's taking a long time, and we're just chatting it up with other people, but not him. He started turning red, and steam started coming out of his ears, and he said, this is beep, and he throws the Diet Coke and the candy at the lady and walks out. I'm like, wow, that was an emotion on this circumstance that was not good. And so he was really angry, and we all laughed, and the cashier did too. So, you know, emotions come out and we express them. We express them in different ways. What's interesting about our society is our society has allowed us to express emotions in so many different ways. It's made it very accessible for us to express emotions, hasn't it? You, you notice, like, if we look at our fathers or our father fathers, they're very stoic men. And now we have men who will cry, you know, at every Pixar film. And they're just emotional and they're in touch with their feelings. I am one of these men. And I'm in touch with my feelings because I understand, and, and, and society has allowed that. It has allowed that, but it's also allowed that in a good way. But with every emotion, there's a good, and every emotion, there can be a bad or a negative. And so as society has allowed this, we have seen different emotions being, being displayed everywhere. For instance, if, if you get upset, you used to have to think about it on your own. You know, maybe drive around. 
But now you have accessibility to let the whole world know that you're upset through Facebook and you can post whatever you want. And there's no really repercussions because everybody else is doing it. It's like you're identifying with each other through, through this crazy, crazy outlet of being able to express your emotions in an unhealthy way. Used to, we used to have these things called pagers. Did anybody have a pager? Yeah, have you ever heard of the word pager? Okay, not like when you go to the restaurant and wait for a pager. No, they're, they're, they're things that people dialed you and said, call me back. And, and on, on pagers, we realized we, we can write words on pagers. Like we can write hello if we use the right characters and we can do different things. And that, that moved us into a, a whole new phase of text messaging and used to periods exclamation points and question marks were, were how you expressed who, who you were or what you were feeling. You read exclamation part, this per, exclamation point in the context is either a person's either really happy or he's really angry, but it's saying something. And then through text messaging, we decided, you know what we could do? We could put a colon with a closed parentheses. And we could be happy and it could be a smiley face. And then, you know, that girl that I like, I'm going to send her a semicolon with a closed parentheses. That's what I'm going to do. And we realize this, that, 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 that things have evolved, and, and now you can do all sorts of things to express your emotions, can't you? I promise I'm getting somewhere. I promise. You can do all sorts of things to express your emotions. You can send a GIF. You can get Bitmoji. You can do all this stuff. I love this. You know, have you ever seen a six-foot-two guy really scared, you know? Check out this, man. Check out when fear comes upon this guy right here. Boom, J. Tom. I mean, <laughs> I just love that. I love that. Or, or have you ever made a campus minister angry? Because if you don't show up to campus religious day today, he may look like this right here. And this, this woman, this woman, she, she thinks everything's gross. Everything's gross. And normally she'll express it by sending you a bitmoji that looks like this. Just disgust. <laughs> Now, on the lighter note, on the lighter note, after you make the campus minister angry, there's always a counter, and we always have somebody who's another campus minister who is happy about everything in life. And so check out this one on joy. And if you haven't met my friend Deb yet, you have to meet my friend Deb. Deb is the sweetest lady you'll ever meet. She's normally down here praying. Thankfully, she's on vacation, all those last-minute vacationers. But, but don't make Deb mad because you don't want her to start cussing at you because she will, and she will, she will beep, beep, beep all day. And so, so fun, right? I love technology. I love creativity. I love the fact that we can use it as an outlet for communication, to communicate what's going on. But with every outlet and everything that we communicate, there is a negative and there is a positive. There is a healthy way to communicate and there's an unhealthy way to communicate and express yourself. Proverbs 4.23 says this, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Guard your heart above all else, for everything you do flows from it. As you go on this journey of inside out, you watch Riley develop and you see her developmental process and you see her process of dealing with emotions. And what's fascinating about society is 
Some of us have stayed in this perpetual state of Riley, where we're still dealing with our emotions, still processing, and not really knowing how to do things, and maybe acting out, and maybe not doing what we should do. And I understand that it's developmental, but I also understand there is a place where we have to guard our hearts. We have to guard our heart because out of our heart comes our emotions. Out of our heart comes everything else. There's a, there's, this has been around for centuries, but the term hedonism. Hedonism, where you're, where you're, you're pursuing your pleasure, self-pleasure. You're pursuing life where it's all about you. And, and I think there is a, a right way to do that. This is a gentle topic because there's a right way and there's a wrong way. But, but when you have your self-interest first in mind, sometimes people get hurt in the process. Because if it makes me happy, then I'll go ahead and do it at other people's expense, right? So, so you know, I'm really hungry, so I think I'll cut in line at the drive-thru because I'm hungry and I, I need to cut. And so I pull out in front of everyone. Now, we may not do that. Has anybody done that in here? You may want to confess. Okay, thank you. What we have to do is our emotions are subject to something so much greater. Romans 8, 6 says this, For the mindset on the flesh is death, but the mindset on the spirit, of, spirit is life and peace. There is a framework in our mind that we're setting we're setting our mind on things that are peace, that are life or death. And quite honestly, we have a fallen nature. We are all fallen. We're all jacked up. I'm jacked up. Anybody else want to confess they're jacked up? Maybe you're not. That's okay. Please be my friend if you're not. But we're all jacked up. And in that jacked upness, we have a flesh. A flesh that brings death and destruction. A flesh that, that does so many things. So we express all these things. So in our emotions, what is our motivation out of these, out of our expressions? There's all sorts of wrong motivations. I, I grew up in West Texas. You may know this about me. I grew up in West Texas, oil field country, pump jacks. You know, and, and it's, it was awesome. We had a great time there in West Texas. But there, it's flat as can be. There's no mountains, right? There's, there's no mountains. I remember for the first time coming to the hill country and going, whoa, look at these mountains. You know, driving to San Antonio, you're like, these mountains are huge. They're huge. And then you go to the Colorado and you go skiing. And you're like, whoa, these are mountains. These are mountains. I think oftentimes is what happens is our emotions will do this. They'll sometimes make hills mountains and mountains hills. Those, let me say that again. They'll oftentimes make hills mountains and mountains hills. They'll make little things a real big deal and big things they'll undermine. And that's what our emotions do. They are so deceptive. It says the heart is deceptive above all else. And so it's really hard to have the right motivations. But I think the common denominator for any emotion is love. And what you'll see in this movie in Inside Out is all five of these emotions, they loved Riley. They loved Riley. 
And God put those there for a reason. You'll, you'll see in the movie as it develops, fear so she doesn't jump off the house, right? Disgust so she doesn't poison herself. Sadness to comfort her when she mourns. And God knew this. He put our emotions inside of us. And there is a right way for our emotions. I was talking to my friend Jess this week. We sat down and had lunch. Jess went to Haiti right after the earthquakes. And when he went to Haiti, he went over there and, and it was an amazing time. His eyes were open and God did some amazing things. He partnered with an orphanage there and he started building a relationship. He's, he goes two to three times a year, goes over to Haiti and partners with them. He loves children well. He does all these things trying to meet their needs. And what he has seen, he has seen other organizations come in there maybe one time, take pictures, then put it on a website and raise money for the orphanage. And one particular organization has done that and has only given $200 to this orphanage, but has raised tens of thousands. And as a result, they lost their 501c3. When I was talking to Jess, he was angry, like mad, like, dude, calm down. It's okay. But he was angry and he was mad and he couldn't understand. And there is a anger that God can give that is righteous. When you see injustices, something rises up inside of you and says, that's not right. And so there's healthy emotions that God has given us to be displayed correctly out of us and through us. Luke 10, 27 says this. And he answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Love. If our emotions are filtered through this love, that God gives us, our emotions come out a lot differently. We may be angry, we may be sad, we may be joyful, but through love, emotions come out and are displayed in a correct way. I think the hard part with us with love is it's really hard to trust that God would really do that. So if, if there's an injustice, will God take care of it? Will he be okay and can he vindicate the situation? I love Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, so familiar, and maybe you'll remember this. Proverbs 3, 5 says this, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Well, this, and this flips things around because I have a great understanding and, and I have an awesome understanding and it makes sense why all these emotions are coming out and I understand that these emotions should come out and I should get justice. But if we trust in the Lord with our hearts, we say, God, your understanding is so much better than what I understand this situation to be. So if I would just breathe before I post that on Facebook, Go, God, is this really the right display of the emotion I'm feeling internally? Or can I give it to you? Can I give it to you and get your understanding on the situation? Get your heart for the situation. If the worship team could come up and help me close this out. We express emotions like crazy. There's motivations for our emotions. 
But God is also giving an invitation to your emotions. He's given an invitation. In Proverbs 16, 32, he says, Whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. We see this over and over again that, that God is saying, check your emotions, check your emotions, check your emotions. Don't be an emotionless people, but check your emotions. Proverbs 3, 6 says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Acknowledge him. Listen to his understanding. Do this. And when you do, the path will become more clear for you. Have you ever noticed when you're really angry, you can't see straight? You ever done that? Just drive on 1604. They're all over the place. Just can't see straight. But God makes things clear. Lastly, I'm thankful, and really the, the point of today's message is that our, our emotions would be checked with God and be rooted in love, and that would be our lens. But I'm thankful that we have a priest, a high priest, not Pastor Ben, but a high priest who's making intercession for us to the Father. And when we cry out to God, we say, God, we need help. We love you. God, I'm angry right now. I'm frustrated. God, I'm sad. I'm mourning. I lost somebody I love. God, my marriage is hard right now. It's hard. It's on the brink. But I'm thankful that we have a high priest who's going to the source of love, God the Father. And he's making an intercession for us. And so every cry that we cry out, he's telling it to the Father. And the Father always answers. He's faithful to answer. He has relationship with you. What, what father who really loved his kids would not answer them if they asked? No good father. But our father, he answers every time we ask. Every time he asks. Not only does he answer, he comforts. And returns to us the things that he designed and put in us since conception. God loves us and he loves you. And John 11, my friend, my savior, my Lord. He walked the earth perfectly. And he had friends like you and me have friends. And on a particular day, one of his friends died died suddenly they go and tell Jesus your friend Lazarus he is dead and in John eleven thirty four, 34 Jesus said where have you laid him and they said to him Lord come and then Jesus wept he wept he cried tears that you and I cry he cried tears. He wept because he loved him. And the Jews and his, the other people around him saw it. They said, so the Jews said, see how he loved him? You have permission to weep over those you love. You have permission to weep. You have permission to rejoice 
You have permission to be angry. You have permission to fear God. You have permission. Would we be a church that doesn't negate our emotions, but we would live out our emotions lined up with the will and the love of Jesus? Church, would you stand with me? Father, I thank you for such a privilege to articulate an emotion in us, God, as a response to your word and your truth and to realize, Jesus, that you are the one who sympathizes with us in our weakness. For in our weakness, you are made strong. And God, I just pray, Father, in whatever emotion that people are feeling today, God, I pray that they would line it up with you. God, that you would be abundant, that you would be so amazing. Father, for those who have hurt from feelings of emotion in the past, would you speak truth to where you were, Jesus, when offense happened? And would you speak how you love that person in that moment? Holy Spirit, we thank you. God, let us, let us see movies and parables and life through the lens in which truth would prevail your gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's close in worship this morning.